we'd like to welcome you back to part eight of our dedicated study regarding uh, alien UFO disclosure and evil increasing. And now we're going to be talking about the giants more, kind of our part two and our giant part. Uh, this is uh, another report written by Exopolitics. It says, in the latest Cosmic Disclosure episode, Corey Good makes some more startling claims about sleeping giants located in stasis chambers around the world. Now, you have to understand, I've heard this from many varying sources over and over again. This is not the first time I've heard this, okay, regarding this. This is just the most up-to-date, in-depth information I've actually ever seen on this subject. Steve Quayle has a whole book on giants where he gets into a lot of this and, and documentation. I mean, the reams of documentation. In fact, he just updated the book. I've got it in there, and, and I just started it, but I, it's, it's a big book to get through. Um, but it's, it's more updated. And, I mean, this, it's not debatable as far as, what you could debate is, is how much it's been suppressed. Like, actually, that's not debatable either. Because every time this stuff happens, they, they find these skeletons or these things crop up or come up or, or, or bones are unearthed. They're either whisked away, never heard from again, or the Smithsonian gets them and does whatever they do with them. Or, you know, they're stolen or it's just they're never, ever, ever, because it doesn't fit the evolution narrative. It doesn't fit the whole Darwinian evolution thing. And this is, uh, it has to be suppressed. And it would confirm what the Bible says about giants. And they don't want to have anything out there that's confirming the word of God. Or they're going to try to keep it to a bare minimum, I should say. So... Um, Corey Good says that during his downtime in secret space program assignments from 1987 to 2007, he would review information on the, uh, he would re reference them earlier, they're called smart glass pads. It's like a, an, an iPad, like but 50 years advanced probably. The pads were Wikipedia-like repositories of information that personnel and secret space programs could access about various aspects of ancient Earth history, extraterrestrial life, and advanced technologies. Good described seeing information about giants that once lived on Earth, now sleeping in stasis chambers. Okay. Good described stasis chambers as being originally built by an ancient builder race and that these stasis chambers perfectly preserved the giants inside them and had been found all over the world. Now here is a picture of one of these giants in one of these stasis chambers. And to me it looks legit. I mean, it's, it's a picture from the video and you can watch the video for yourself there's two videos one of the giants was in a stasis chamber and he appears to be dead um like i don't know why whether they i mean heck if, if that was my job all day long i'd have no problem going and <laughs> god just let me know where they're at <laughs> i'll do what david did or whatever you want me to do but i i would be glad to take care of that problem if God would grant me access to these things. But, you know, that's me. I'm funny that way. So, um, anyway, this one shows a, um, a giant in a stasis chamber. And, I mean, I'll tell you what. I watched the video several times. Uh, it, it looks legit to me. Um, I've seen this. It's not like this is the first time I've seen this. And all of a sudden, I'm just putting this out. I've read about this over and over and over. I've read about the one guy. I mean, so many times. That guy that was um, rafting 
down Grand Canyon, and this was like a hundred years ago. And he, I don't know if if he, uh, I don't exactly know why he chose to get out where he did, but he went and he looked up way up on the side of the canyon wall, and he, I don't know, I guess he climbed up there and he found this this entrance, and he went in there, and is this big cave system. And off to the right, he went into this big, gigantic, vaulted room, and there were all of these giants literally in sitting in throne chairs. Like, tons of them on each side. And they all had copper, um, like, things around their neck, around their armbands, around their feet. And evidently, the copper had something to do with preserving them. And they were in type, some type of stasis waiting to be awoken for the end times is that why jesus said as it was in the days of noah so shall it be in the days of the coming of the son of man this is going to be one more aspect that satan is banking on regarding end time delusion it's not going to be the only one it was probably the main one during the days of noah i don't think it's necessarily going to be the main one regarding the days and times we're moving into but i think it's going to play a major part these things start to actually wake up and and actually start to you know come out and and i mean i'm telling you it's like i've read these accounts over and over and over again are, are they all lying is there no truth to any of this did somebody like arrange these videos as an elaborate hoax to fool people when the Bible said it was going to be that way, and is Jesus letting some of this information get leaked out so that we do have some type of heads up, or maybe it's the Illuminati, they're telegraphing their punches, are saying, "Hey, listen, we're going to let some of these videos actually get leaked out. We're going to let you know what's coming because we have to because of the Kabbalistic Luciferian principles we live our lives by." I don't know, but you can watch the video and um, watch both videos actually. This is supported by Lincoln. This, this, um, oh, anyway, according to Good, the smart glass pads revealed that Abraham Lincoln had seen one of the stasis chamber giants in one of the ancient mounds found across the United States. Most likely it was in, um, Ohio. There's a lot of those mounds in Ohio. Okay. This is why Lincoln said this exact statement quote, the eyes of the species of extinct of that species of extinct giants whose bones fill the mounds of America have gazed on Niagara as ours do now. I think he was giving a speech near Niagara Falls. So Lincoln openly admitted to this. Okay? In support of his remarkable claims, Good discussed two YouTube videos which he had earlier shared with the host, David Wilcock. Good says that he believed they were examples of sleeping giants that had distinctive red hair and white skin. The videos were released on YouTube and are in a Russian language. In the first video below, Good reveals that the stasis giant had died due to human interference, most likely. In the next video, oh, praise God for that, anyway. In the next video, Good believes the stasis giant is still alive. See the picture above? Yeah, he looks alive. He does look alive. I mean, he looks a little green around the gills, but he definitely looks like he's, um, his face, um, I mean, he's a handsome devil. You can't take that away from him. You know, that's all I can say. Anyway, um, he believed that they were examples of sleeping giants and that they had distinctive red hair and white skin, which is one of the most common depictions of giants in the United States. Steve Quayle, in, in the video that he was talking about, and this was, 
I mean, if, if I got into that book of his and went through all of the historical accounts of giants, I mean, I could sit here for probably 20 studies going through that book, giving you all the historical examples. But it was well known that the Indians had been battling these red-haired, white-skinned giants like for eons over territory, over bison food sources. They said that the Indians... Um, uh, up in the Montana area, when when they were there, they said that there were 14 to 18 foot giants that would come and run beside the buffalo herds and literally pick the buffaloes up under their arms. They were that big. A buffalo, which is way bigger than a normal cow. And they would pick them up underneath their arms and basically run off with them to slaughter them. And that the Indians had to contend with these things. And it was, and it was well known. It was well known in their historical writings and... I've, I've heard about that, not only in Montana, but out in, in, the, in the West, in Arizona, and places like that. It's common knowledge if you actually look at history. So, and I mean, not that long ago, this was going on, okay? Which tells you that there was a certain amount of, of um, fallen angels that have fallen over the years, and then, and then they, their lineage had probably um, bred and possibly crossbred and crossbred. And that's why a lot of times you'll see giants getting smaller, because maybe the, the original source fallen angel gets killed off. He would produce the biggest giants if you procreated with a woman. And then their lineage, though, they'll breed with a woman. And then their, their offspring might only be half as big. Or maybe only three quarters. And then eventually they, be, they become smaller. They're still wicked and evil. But they eventually become smaller over time as they crossbreed more. Um... So that's one of the things that happens there. Uh, the videos show what appears to be perfectly preserved bodies lying in a sarcophagi of some kind. There is no sign of advanced technology other than jewelry placed around the sarcophagi and on the bodies. There's all this Egyptian gold. It looks like solid gold-like little, um, I don't know, like, I don't know what you'd call it, decrement decor i don't know around them little little things sitting around their head and they look like they're solid gold and i do believe that the sarcophagi and something having to do with it some whatever technology that they're using is how these things are actually preserved now this Corey good guy gets into um aspects of that in this video uh, the two videos cited by good have been subjected to much internet discussion one of the videos dates to a discovery in 2008 following excavations for a building in the kurdistan region of iran a google translation of the russian article about the discovery is as follows according to the data obtained photos show the found sarcophagus and find in it the body of an ancient magician uh, the detection time of this discovery was spring of 2008 the displacement of the ground tomb came to light when the cultural layers of the remnants of the ancient city were excavated here's a link to it if you want to go watch it um, a poster on the discussion forum was able to find a russian article that discussed the discovery of the bodies in the videos released by good the article gave a revised estimate for the age of the sarcophagus in the territory of iran formerly persia the above mentioned artifacts were discovered by accident when building a house the builders found an underground mausoleum thousands of years old with three sarcophagi which is a, a sarcophagus or a sarcophagi would be like a, a tomb type thing uh and later they said that they were about 850 years old so 
The name of the ancient magician or magi was Jeromir, who was said to be biologically active, in, or i.e. in some kind of dormant stasis state. Ancient manuscripts and an ancient map of Russia were also found in the sarcophagus. He's got a sword that is kind of like laying on him. And it's, it's crazy stuff. He's got a crown and the whole nine yards. The first of the preserved and or sleeping bodies does not, however, appear to be a giant in comparison to the human hand in the video. It is hard to estimate the size of the being in the second video. The data used for the videos is said to be reliable. If so, then they are stunning evidence that the ancient stasis chamber technology exists and can and does preserve bodies for extremely long periods of time, just as good claimed. There is an extensive evidence for the skeletal remains of giants being found around the world. I mean, Satan has access to all kind of technology we can't even comprehend. So, I mean, they even God said when they were trying to build the Tower of Babel, we better go down there and confound their, their language and do this to them, because if we don't, they'll accomplish what they're trying to accomplish. Which I believe in that particular thing was trying to get to heaven, essentially. I mean, I just believe it was really super, super high-level witchcraft that they were dealing with, that they were trying to accomplish these wicked things. So, let's go further. Um, there is extensive evidence for the skeletal remains of the giants being found around the world, as well as references in the Old Testament. So it is possible that some giants did make it to secret stasis chambers around the world, as good claims. As to the question of why giants or other humans would allow themselves to be put in stasis centuries or millennia ago to waken in our age, good claims that the answer may be lie in the cosmic energies that our solar system is increasingly encountering. This is something he claims to secret space programs have been closely monitoring. Remember what I told you about this supposed area of the galaxy that we're going into and maybe they had some kind of demonic foreknowledge of this? I don't know. I think Satan, Satan wanted more help in the end times is why i think he he would want them more evil on the earth to do his bidding and and that would be to me the the reason why he would want to do that so let's go ahead and listen to this video all right welcome to our show i'm david wilcock and i'm here with Corey good and we are going to get back into the Alice in Wonderland, weird, cool, amazing space program, stuff you've never heard before. And that's why we're doing this show, because, Corey, you've come out with so much information that validated what I've heard from others that nobody else has got. And that's just your background. So time for us in this reality, we think of time normally as being pretty stable and unchanging. What do you feel is the contribution of relativity theory and Einstein to that? Did you ever come across any discussion of relativity in the program? Well, yeah, they discussed that uh, there was part of his equation that was wrong. That Oh, they did? Yeah, that there was part of the equation that you just needed to flip, and uh, that later on some of his work was more right on, but it was suppressed. Well, Einstein would say that as you go towards the speed of light, that time actually speeds up. So you could be in your ship for like a week, and yet everybody else around you 
might have gone ahead a thousand years. At his knowledge of our current technology level, that might make sense to, to them, yeah. We, we had, in, when I was in the, in the program, secret space program, when I would have time to sit and look at the uh, smart glass pad, uh, there was lots of information that I, I looked at. And one of them was that uh, there were beings that they found underneath, underneath the surface of the earth, underneath, usually underneath mounds, burial mounds, really Indian burial mounds, that were not dead but weren't quite alive. They <coughs> called them stasis beings. And it turned out that uh, they had used... A, a technology that had been there long prior from this group they called the ancient builder race. Mm. And this technology... Most likely this ancient builder race they're in reference to is when you get into Genesis 6 and you get into, I'm sure, sure the society that they built. And even though God destroyed the earth with a flood, it doesn't mean that this ancient technology that they were using. Now remember, their brains, Steve Quayle gets into this in, in, in the video where the conquistadors would come and they would find these skulls and literally, and the average Spaniard sword was anywhere from 38 to 46 inches. They would take the blade of the um, their Spanish scabbard or their sword, they would put it into the into the skeletal head of the giant that they found, the, the, the remnant of the giant, okay, the skeleton, and it would barely touch the back of the skull. The whole 40, let's say for argument's sake, 42-inch blade, we'll split it. It would barely touch the back. Do you realize how big your head would be? Do you realize how big the brain would be? So there's a lot of accounts that these giants had all kind of supernatural powers. And they were also, if they were being guided by their dads, the fallen angels, who had access to, obviously, technology we probably really can't conceive, who knows what they could have actually conceived or what type of technologies they could have been operating in. Allowed them to lay down in either a sarcophagus or on top of um, a stone-looking bed or altar, and it would create a time bubble or well around them to where time on the inside would um, occur at a slower rate than time on the outside. Hmm. So it didn't put the, pe the the beings in stasis that a lot of us would think of as in being frozen, but it just changed the way they experienced time. And they apparently took some sort of something that caused them to go to sleep, and they would go to, to, to their experience, they would probably go to sleep for maybe 20 minutes, and... 30,000 years or so would pass by. So you're saying that a 20-minute rest could skip... I beg to differ on the 30,000 years. You know, obviously. I mean, if, if you believe in a young Earth-type <laughs> six-day 
creation. Um, anyway, skip ahead by thirty thousand years. By for the, in their perspective, that's what it would. It would be taking like a twenty-minute nap. I guess most people would find that really hard to believe, but if you have Einstein relativity in your background, right? Let's say that maybe in the local area, do you think they could be speeding it up to light speed somehow, like the vibration, so that you're just skipping ahead through so much time? This ancient builder technology is so far beyond even what most of these fourth, fifth density ETs that we're dealing with in some of these meetings that we're having, these conference meetings, they're so far beyond them technologically that some of these beings want to get their hands on this technology. So, in other words, these, this ancient builder race that the giants seem to be integrally related to, okay, that technology is so much far beyond these supposed fourth and fifth dimension beings, density beings, they say they're dealing with, like, like the blue avian, the big bird, and um, actually Big Bird's his favorite character on Sesame Street. I did a little research, and the Blue Avians do idolize Big Bird. It's their buddy. And they have an unbelievably huge disdain for Colonel Sanders and uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, obviously, because they're Blue Avians. You know, so yeah, there's certain things about them that are good to know. Anyway, so yeah, they're... they're um, they... shows you that if these supposed alien races were so advanced and all of this other stuff, why are they trying so bad to get this technology that is, is, is ancient, was really probably most likely started at the days of Noah, and was left over and refound by the giants and other occultists and magicians and things of that nature. And now they're trying to get their hands back on it. Hmm. It's multi-dimensional technology. Some of this technology looks like a slab, but the technology is operating on other dimensions. So it, it took us quite some time to figure out that some of this stuff was actually technology. It was basically magic to us, even up in, up in the 20th century. Did anybody ever figure out how to use the technology? Definitely, yeah. It's been, it's been figured out. And um, what was very interesting is that in these smart glass pads, there was this one location that back in the 1800s even, people were going from certain, uh, I guess some people would call them Illuminati groups or whatever, elite groups, were going to visit this one area that had, um, it was a, kind of like a grotto underground cave and it went up about 90 feet and it was covered they had coated it in some sort of pitch black material and there was an ancient script language that was around around on the inside um, that they had mostly deciphered and were handprints and there were like three sarcophagus in kind of a Y-shaped on, on the floor. And in the middle was a kind of like a box 
but with almost like four by fours on each side suspending a top and a bottom and in the middle was a, like a blue glowing crystal matrix with like spider web connecting it to the four corners suspending it and this is what was creating the um, temporal well or the temporal um, bubble. It's a glowing crystal? Mm -hmm. Did it look like a quartz crystal? Did it have a shape? Did it have facets? Yeah, it had facets. It looked like a really? quartz crystal. And you and said spider webs, like little fiber optic cable kind of thing? Could have been fiber optic, but it looked like spider web connected to the tops and the bottoms of it. And you said there's four posts that are holding the spider webs to then the crystal? Correct. And it was suspended down from there. And they saw this in the 1800s? Yes. Back when there's no electric light? Back, yeah. Back when they had torches. And, and that they, must have been mind-blowing for them at the time. I would imagine. And they, What's in they, the sarcophagus? Well, they couldn't see, so they had to build scaffolding up to climb up and look down in. And to look down in, they saw these very tall beings, or hu large, giant humans, with red, reddish beards. And their skin, because of the pale light, they looked kind of gaunt, um, but that that looked, I think that was because of the lighting. The blue light. The blue light. Um, was there anything? I mean, they might not have had a decent meal in three or 4,000 years. You'd be a little gaunt, too, you know, if you think about it. Else in the sarcophagus besides the beings? There, outside of the sarcophagus, there were jars and stuff that, we presume had food or, or some something to drink or something in them, but uh, peanut butter and jelly stuff like that, cold you know soup. I could they, they their shoulders were like this like they were kind of squished into the sarcophagus. So I did not see anything in the sarcophagus. Do you think the they kind of squeezed themselves in because maybe it wasn't originally built for them and they were too right. tall? Right. It was. It did not look like it was originally built for them. Well, what it was, it's it's just like a lot of the problems we run into today, where they didn't have quite enough money to upgrade to like the primo sarcophagus, so they kind of had to settle for the economy version, and as a result, they're a little you know kind of stuffed in there for a few thousand years, and it's not an uncomfortable way. To, it's an uncomfortable way to go, but hey, it gets the job done. But uh, what was interesting was there was a long hallway. Under, underground that went to this place that had a lot of ancient Native American art and, and petroglyphs petroglyphs and uh, right at the end entrance was a kind of a, a uh, large stone that came out uh, rounded out before you went this way to go into the grotto and people had been basically tagging it writing their names on it and one of the names that was on it was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> and I think um, Abraham Lincoln made remarks about giants. He did a speech at the Niagara Falls and said that giants had stood right here before us and had walked on this very land. And he was dead serious about it. Yeah, he knew for a fact. But the information... So there we get confirmation of where Lincoln actually how he actually knew this type of information. On this glass, this smart glass pad stated that they had finally to preserve the um, 
preserve the integrity of the spot. They had to close it down because all, all of the people going through, they were starting to destroy the petroglyphs and uh, all of the, it, they, they had to stop all of the um, elite groups that were going there for um, kind of a pilgrimage to see these, these giants that um, they had built up in their myth as a part of their religion as being their gods or something. So you had to basically be elite, part of the elite um, aristocracy to even get in there. And, and I mean elite from a from an occult-type, Illuminati-type standpoint. So Lincoln being there, kind of that speaks volumes about that as well. Particularly considering what we covered in the last study I did on the Confederate flag and all the quotes from Lincoln. Who else besides Lincoln do you think was on, on the wall? That's the only name I recognized. But they would be government-type people and high-level ranking masons, that kind of people? Yeah, they would have, have to be very uh, elite, well-placed people. The petroglyphs imply that Native Americans had also found this. Yes, and the burial mounds at the top, it, it was it signified that it was a very um, um, holy or special place to the Native Americans. That Can you tell us where this was? Um, it, it talked about it was down at the end of a river and I'm trying to remember if it was Ohio or Georgia I think it was Ohio okay so these beings kind of squunched into the coffin and they're red headed white skinned giants mm -hmm. what do you know about those red headed white skinned giants did they only appear in America and how recently were they around what do, what do you know about them from your own experience well, from what I read, they've found these stasis beings all over the place. All over the planet? All over, yes, all over the planet. Um, a lot in, in some... And isn't it funny, as far as we know, none of them have really woken up. They're still, a, they're still asleep, waiting to be awoken. And I kind of just got this feeling that they're probably all going to get awoke around the same time for maximal shock and awe value. Some of the areas, some of the beings they found in stasis were of a different ethnic group that had, I guess, found these technologies and learned to use them. Mm. But uh, these tall, red-headed, red-beard groups were um, in Europe, in South and North America. And apparently, uh, at one time, before the last Ice Age, apparently, they had a very large uh, area that they ruled. Hmm. Were they extraterrestrials that had come here? I did not see anything that indicated that they were extraterrestrials, but some groups uh, are very convinced that they are extraterrestrials. What was their level of tech? What was the giant. They're not extraterrestrials. They were. The Bible clearly goes over this. The the historical account clearly goes over this, that they're not. Okay, so that would just be an excuse for the elite to say, oh yeah, they're from some cosmic galaxy far, far away, and brought all of this advanced technology. No, no, not the case at all. So what was their level of technology on Earth? Some of them seem to have uh, very advanced. Uh, metallurgy technology, but 
there were no real signs of high technology as we would consider technology. But then again, a lot of the stuff that we found that we thought were stones ended up being technology. So, um, but we didn't see anything that we would recognize as high technology back then that uh, was in the database that I had access to. Where were they going to get this technology, these stone slabs and stone sarcophagi? How did they procure them? They're, this technology is littered beneath the Earth's surface. And there, there were a lot of these locations where they found these stasis beings, and the technology had failed, and the uh, beings were deceased. Really? Praise the Lord. So you say it was littered all over the place inside the earth. I guess if our civilization could be well preserved, right now you'd probably find lots and lots of smartphones. Right. So you think this is something that everybody used all the time? Well, yeah, and it was obviously built to last. It was made out of what looked like diorite stone, and um, it did not, I mean, it's lasted for, you know, millions of years. It's very old. How many sites are you aware of where stasis beings are still in stasis successfully around the world? There are, well, there are dozens in the U.S. and across Europe going into Asia. Dozens? Many dozens. There were some Asian stasis beings. Really? And there were uh, some ancient uh, like Eastern Indian looking, there were... Uh, and these folks would look more like people we'd see now on Earth? Right. Okay. Yeah. The, from obviously later era that uh, learned how to use this tech. So if I was president, my first order of business would be, well, to shut down Planned Parenthood, but the next would probably be to zero in on all of these sites and launch bunker busters into every one of them to implode them and to explode them and to annihilate them so that these devils could never wake and wreak havoc on the planet like we know that they're going to do. But that's just me. I'm funny that way. Technology. But you're not going to find the technology on the surface. You're going to yeah. have to go into these underground cities. Right. Have our people figured out how to switch it on? Do they know how to turn on the, the, the stone? Yes, it's uh, operated on a consciousness level, interactive level, and uh, they finally did, once they realized that the stuff was technology, they did learn, start to learn how to uh, turn it on and figure out what it was. Do you know if it does anything else besides create a time bubble? Does it have other purposes? I, I don't know. And the, the information that I had at that time, it didn't it did, they didn't speculate as to why these beings were putting themselves into stasis. Has there ever been any ancient builder race people themselves that they thought were still in stasis after all that time? No. Hmm. They, they have no idea what happened to them. I've heard myths, speculations that people said that they went to a higher density, some that they were killed off, some that they left and will come back someday. There's all, there's all kinds of... 
uh, in the programs. There's all kinds of myths about it. But when it comes down to the hard, hard cold facts, nobody knows. You God mentioned knows. before that when we see one of these underground cities that the ancient builder race created, that there are pyramids. The images I saw, I didn't see this in person. The images I saw, they had some that were in uh, pyramids, flatter pyramids. Really? It looks almost as if it was a crystal pyramid. You see right through the pyramid? Yes. And uh, if some people saw it, they would probably think it was made of crystal. But it, it's made of a high-tech aluminum alloy that's transparent. How big would those pyramids be? They were quite a bit smaller than the, the pyramids of Egypt. And I don't know what purpose they served. But you said the stone pyramids actually are made of blocks of stone. Right. Whereas I guess with these pyramids, they're all one piece? Yes, they were all one sheet piece. And there were no seams. Did it have sort of a mother-of-pearl rainbow shimmer on it, or was it really just very clear and no, sharp? It looked, just like, it looked like crystal. Wow. And there were other structures that were, I guess, rectangular, and had some of them had sort of A-frame uh, on the top, and then some of the square ones had sort of pyramidal tops to them. Hmm. You said that most of the moons, you've said this before, most of the moons in our solar system where they could build anything mm -hmm. have it built, right? Right. There's remnants. And a lot of it's been, um, like I said, later ET groups have, have tried to, uh, in the distant past, had tried to wipe away remnants of who they were. And that's how we don't have any idea who they were because areas to where there was obviously some sort of writing or petroglyphs or something had been wiped clean. But the technology of these uh, time bubble creating slabs, that is consistent not just under the earth but in these other sites that you find in the moons as well? I have not heard anything about that type of technology found anywhere other than oh. associated with the stasis beings. Because exactly uh, that is from the giants and, and, the, and the remnants of the giants and what was left over, what was left behind, and that all occurred on planet Earth according to the Bible. So, again, that's why. Do these other ancient builder race sites in the moons in our solar system have these similar transparent aluminum pyramids and that kind of stuff in them? Other, yeah, structures, yeah, made of the same materials. But are they pyramids <clears throat> as well? There are, but they're mostly, there's a lot of them that are towers that are, uh, there are a lot of them that are like towers and stuff like that that are twisted and over like there's been some sort of concussion wave or something that something happened. In a variety they're, they're, of these locations. Yeah, they're not really in um, intact like they are, like they were below hmm. the ground. Like some sort of massive military strike took place. Or natural cataclysm, something. Right, okay. Wouldn't there be a temptation for people to want to get to these beings and pull them out of stasis? Well, the, the groups that were in charge saw them as uh, some sort of spiritual gods or something like that, so they left them alone. But uh, 
when it comes down to it, that's all the knowledge I have about them, is that they were in stasis and uh, nobody knows why, and that some of them have perished, and they're using the ancient builder technology. I think you had said to me something about the time bubble and what happens if you try to go into the time bubble. Yes, there was some other technology that uh, was per that had time bubbles around it. Um, there had been people that had tried to enter in and they froze in time and there were people from other time frames I didn't that I read about in the smart glass pad that were also trapped in these time wells so there's they're not something you want to go charging into hmm. what would be the incentive you think for these people to want to wake up now what is it that they are expecting is going to happen that's so cool in our time? Well, this uh, huge vibratory change. Antichrist and false prophet coming to power. Satan's last stand. They want to be in on the big party, right? I mean, that's what I think. Change in our solar system. The, the, the angels at the bottom of the Euphrates River getting released. All of the stuff that's going to go on in Revelation of Daniel. I mean, you know, I, I think that that is every, has everything to do with this this uh, change supposedly we're changing from graduating from one density to another uh, we're in transition so um, if this is true and these beings are awakening and they set themselves to wake up during this time period I could only speculate that they wanted to be a part of that how do you explain a machine that has no moving parts it doesn't, you say it just looks like diorite, which is black granite. We couldn't explain it for quite some time. It basically was magic. But it has parts that were working on a multi-dimensional level. Um, you know, our, in our dimension, it just looks like a, a piece of stone. But it has parts that are drawing energy or maybe even moving or working in other dimensions that we're not fully aware of. You said that there have not been any of these technologies found anywhere else except inside the Earth. I was, I was talking about the stasis gravity well. There, okay. there have been other tech, there's been technologies found all over the solar system. Are there technologies that could create these time bubbles that have been found in other places? The only thing I've Red mentioned about that was found in caves and underground on the Earth. How many different types of beings have been found in stasis? Would that include extraterrestrials that just showed up here and not just people from Earth and giants? I've, I have just heard about the ones that I've mentioned. I've just read about the ones that I've mentioned. If this technology is uh, so peculiar... Is it something that a lot of other beings have developed, or is it sort of unusual even for the average intelligent civilization that's been dealing with our space program? I don't know what other civilizations have developed. I know that they're very interested in this technology, and for a while they were doing a lot of trade with us when before we knew what it was to get it from us. Really? There's, we've been doing a lot of expeditions 
to get this. And finally, we were like, why do they want these stones? Why do, why do they want these relics so much? And then after we became sophisticated enough in our way of thinking and realized that it was a technology, we stopped trading it. So you say that there's huge amounts of these cities that are unexplored. So there's obviously going to still be a lot more of these left behind when we go in there. True. What do you think we could do? So you sent me a couple links to some videos that you claim may actually be stasis beings? Correct, yes. Uh, these were images, there were two different videos. Uh, one was of a stasis being in a chamber that had apparently failed and the stasis being had perished and the other was of a stasis being still in stasis that was in the process of being revived, I am told. What are we going to see here with this first stasis being? The first one we're going to see is the one of the failed stasis chamber and the one where the stasis being uh, had perished. Okay, so let's check that out now. So what's up with the gold fish on his chest that's got the Sumerian cuneiform writing on it? Is this is there a connection to Sumerian somehow, you think? Yeah, there seems to be, going back into the distant past, a steady progression from a root tongue or a root language that was a kind of a proto-ancient -Sumer, uh, Sumerian language. I, I guess this first one... In, um, I give you separate links that you should be able to watch these, but um, the first one, I guess, is the one they said that it perished, and it's a little bit grainy. The second one is not grainy at all, but yeah, this first one, he looks a little too green around the gills. I don't think he's he's still kicking anymore, um, but um, that's what we're dealing with in this first video. Language that uh, has popped up in a very few places in uh, uh, modern uh, archaeology. Got a crown on. Is it on. normal for these stasis beings to be buried with gold iconography like this? Gold artifacts? Not all of them, no. Alright, so now let's check out the second video. Um, in this one it's different because there's no coins over his eyes. Right. He's got a really long beard. Um, so what are people about to see in this video? Do you think this guy actually is in stasis or do you think this is another failed one? This appears, if, if it is indeed genuine, that they're in the process of coming out of stasis, mm. like, they're, as, like they're being revived. So one of the things that struck me about this was the Egyptian, clearly Egyptian female head on that golden plate that's in there. And then this very strange little statue of this guy that has like two snakes coming up from the sides, almost like something out of Hinduism. So it's like we're seeing different religions being blended and when you look at the newspaper with the Arabic on it, there's some Sumerian cuneiform on the gold next to that. So we've got Hindu, Egyptian, and Sumerian all represented in this one guy. It's not uncommon, and some of the, there have been some cave. So yeah, he's, he's crammed in there. Like they say, it seems like it's common. I guess none of these guys can afford to upgrade to the you know, the, to the luxury version sarcophagus. They're kind of crammed in there. But he's got a sword and, I mean, a lot of gold jars or something around the heads. And, and, and I mean, they look solid gold. 
He's wearing what looks to be a gold crown, full beard, the whole nine yards. I mean, um, I don't know. It, it, it looks pretty, pretty compelling, I have to say that. Type structures that were once inhabited by these tall, red-headed, red-bearded uh, beings. Uh, He's got gold armbands, gold crown. That especially inhabited North America um, a long time ago. And um, there have been... Now, the ones that, that are... Um, he said that not all of them have all of this gold iconography. And I'm, I'm assuming that the ones that don't, that can't afford that, probably just wear like a Burger King crown. Like, you know, you get it from a Happy Meal. That type of thing. Artifacts of crossover uh, civilizations wow. been found. That's very significant. Mm -hmm. Well, these videos were quite fascinating, and I'm glad that you found them and sent them to me. They, they all had Russian uh, titles on them, but they're obviously not from Russia. It's Middle Eastern, most likely Turkey, and uh, somewhere maybe Egypt. Right. Like I said, these have been found across the world. Well, this has been a very fascinating subject. Um, I don't think I would want to put myself in stasis, but uh, oh, come on. I can understand why if this big energetic change is coming our way is so amazing to these people that they would want to do something like that uh, and be ready for the big show. So that's all the time we have for this episode of Cosmic Disclosure. I'm your host, David. The big satanic show on its way. And so, yeah, um... Again, I'm not saying all this is 100%. I'm hook, line, and sinker sold on all of this, but I will say that we have a ton of information we can look back on regarding the Giants that is factual-based. And um, I think you're just going to see a lot more disclosures of this sort increasingly as we move into the end times. Things that are going to be more and more uh, potentially undeniable and this really, to me, confirms the word of God. I do think, though, that the average Christian, this is going to scare them. And this is not going to fit into the um, what they've been taught, you know, in, in their churches to a large extent. Um, particularly if they've, you know, gone with the whole Sons of Seth theory in, in, in uh, that regard. So... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what is on the horizon. I'm going to go ahead and end this part here, and uh, we will go to part nine next. God bless you.